Hi there, and welcome to Sister Catherine's podcast. When we're loved, we thrive. It's that simple. But so many things stand in the way of accepting that God loves us all, that God loves me. The truth is that you can walk free of the wounds that are binding your heart and that are suffocating your relationships. You can experience that total blessed, forgiving love of God. And I want to accompany you on that journey. So welcome. And today we'll be talking about how to choose the simple way of the smile. One recent Saturday afternoon, I made a quick trip to a drugstore. I was squeezing it in between a couple of other projects that I had planned in for that afternoon. It was a November day, and the cold, misty rain had this welcome freshness about it. The bright flames of autumn colors reminded me of cozy childhood memories of football games and fireplaces and neighborhood parties during the fall months. I was glad I got to see the array of golds and oranges this one last time, since the sudden cold snap meant that the leaves would quickly fall. I was heading out to pick up a mineral supplement which the drugstore had run out of the week before. An empty parking spot right near the overhang was waiting just for me. I'll be in and out, is what I told myself, hoping that what I needed would be in stock this time. Noticing a gentleman stocking the shelves in the vitamin section, I went around the aisle to the other side so as not to disturb him. There is a certain joy that comes when thinking of others, even in small ways. I had just arrived at the section and bent down to the bottom shelf when Peter, the employee stocking the shelves, asked if he could help me find what I was looking for. Again, an act of kindness, this time received, and I noticed a smile in my heart. Right where it was supposed to be was the magnesium I was looking for, and a bold yellow tag announced, buy one, get one free. Is this true? I asked him, not daring to believe such good luck. It certainly is, he said. Actually, the sale starts tomorrow, but you tell the person at the register that Peter said to give you the second bottle free. They'll take care of you. Waiting in line at the front of the store, I listened to the cheerful, proactive, and respectful way the three people running the checkout counters greeted the customers. It made me feel special and important. I thanked the woman who helped me, giving her the message from Peter. Peter is always helpful like that, she said, making sure people get the best deal for what they need. My experience that morning helped me realize that exposure to the toxic and even hateful language that is becoming more and more common on the internet and in news media lately has been affecting me more than I have realized. The smile, the warmth, 
the joy that had been gradually replaced with feelings of threat, suspicion, and depression. I realized I hadn't been conscious of the toxic communication around me, and I didn't like the way it was leading me now to think and feel. Everything around us, from conversations to situations, even just certain people walking in the room, things we hear on television, radio, or see on the internet, all these things reverberate within us physically and emotionally to some degree. It's sort of like being on a plane. When the atmosphere changes, the plane begins to react differently. When the atmosphere changes, the plane begins to react differently. That's when the pilot comes on the intercom and tells everyone to go back to their seats. Until that point, the passengers hadn't been paying attention to the ride and were engrossed in a movie, a book, conversation, or a nap. After the announcement, though, everyone's attention is focused on following instructions and their awareness of what is happening is heightened. They notice not only how the plane is flying, but also how it is affecting the way they feel. Maybe they are a little nervous, or maybe they simply brush it off. In either case, they note their reaction regarding the turbulence, and they succumb to feelings that are natural to them, or they decide they are not going to let it bother them. Maybe they even say a prayer. In the same way, the communication around us, whether it is toxic or pleasing, is like, it's like an atmosphere. When we are in a toxic atmosphere, our hearts, minds, and spirits react differently than when we are in a pleasing, communicative atmosphere. Remembering to be aware and to observe our reaction to the way others around us are communicating personally or via the media is like the pilot announcing on the intercom. We are encountering a little turbulence. Please go back to your seats and pay attention to any further instructions. So below are some further instructions for when you notice that the toxicity around you is unfavorably affecting the way you think, feel, and respond. First, have a favorite scripture-related image that you can visualize in these moments. Choose one with an image in which you can participate. For example, I hold you in the palm of my hands from Isaiah 49. What do you experience on all levels of your being when you picture yourself asleep in the palm of God's hand? Or from John 10, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and mine know me. What is it like to be known, to be seen with such love and protection? Second, Try to hold together both the toxic situation that is disturbing you and the peaceful comfort of that scriptural image. We often make the mistake of trying to delete 
the unwanted situation and feeling in order to replace it with another. This only adds to the difficulty because we move from one to another without realizing that we are both. We're disturbed by the situation and the feelings, and we are safe in the faith of God's presence and tender love. Holding both of these realities together requires awareness and and a huge act of faith right in the midst of the difficulty. This third step is very freeing. The strength of your reaction to the toxic situation reflects the strength of your not wanting it to be that way. You may have any number of reasons for wanting the situation or the communicative atmosphere, so to speak, to be different. But it all boils down to the same thing. I want things to be different than what they are. God, however, has put you precisely in this situation just as it is. And you, you alone, can be the one that can bring the presence of God into the situation just as it is. Change your inner stance to being a co-partner with God, a channel of God's kindness, Jesus' hands, his feet, his heart in the world today. Hold the unpleasant and unwanted situation with tenderness, knowing that God can bless it through your patience and love. It can help really simply to smile. These days, I want to feel our connectedness to each other, the wondrous way in which, in which we all are living and breathing as one in the living, breathing God, the God whose love knits together the universe and every inch of life that fills it. Woven together, we realize that we are one much more than we are many separate competing individuals. Unless, of course, we want to emphasize our beliefs and judgments and project them over against the others. It brings more warmth and satisfaction to surprise, to respect, to make another happy. It is up to me and to you to choose this path of joy, to quietly yet firmly close the doors to toxic communication, and to choose instead the simple humility of sending a smile to another's heart. Would you like to continue this conversation? Join me on my Facebook group, sign up for my newsletter, Touching the Sunrise, and get immediate access to over 50 resources on Patreon when you support me for just $2 a month. I hope to see you there. God bless you.